Hello, welcome back. Um, just a disclaimer before we get started, we are not mental health professionals. Anything that we say here um, is strictly off of our own experience. So please do not take anything that we say out of context as an excuse to go do something fucking stupid, harmful to yourself, anybody else. Hi guys, welcome to our second episode of East Coast Empathy. We are your hosts, Veronica and Carly. And today we wanted to get to, we wanted to share a little bit more about our personal backgrounds, our personal journeys when it comes to mindfulness and spirituality. And uh, basically to discuss the reason why we birthed this podcast to begin with as a result of, uh, as a response to the pandemic. So my name is Veronica. I hail from New Jersey. I started my spiritual journey when I was 14. Um, I was really, really energetically sensitive growing up, and I had my first real empathic hit that was really crazy. <laughs> and um, really my first ever like introduction to severe anxiety and panic attacks when I was a sophomore in high school. So I remember in the health class, they made us watch this HBO documentary on eating disorders. And when I was growing up, I had always had issues like eating food, because of the fact that I was just taking on so much energetically and emotionally from other people around me as a child, I would get chronic stomach aches. And to deal with that, at one point, I decided to just stop eating completely because I figured if I didn't eat, my stomach wouldn't hurt, I would be fine, there would be no more pain. And I starved myself for about two weeks. Watching that documentary kind of just brought back all those like painful memories, all those intense emotions that I had experienced as a child. I felt like I was losing my mind. I remember distinctly thinking I should probably be in a mental hospital because I don't understand like why I'm feeling, you know, depressed. I'm feeling really anxious. I feel like I'm going to like throw up. <laughs> uh, like I didn't want to eat. That's how anxious I was because my stomach was just in terrible knots. I, this went on for about two weeks after, like, like two weeks after I had seen that, I believe. And my mom had suggest we, I, tried going to school counselor. She wanted to put me on antidepressants. My mom was like, no. <laughs> and I'm grateful that she decided to, you know, do that because I don't think that that would have been like the right uh, treatment for me, just personally speaking, although I don't disagree with like um, meds for mental health. I think if it works for you, you should do it. But I went to go see my best friend's mother, who was her own, like a version of a counselor. She was an MD, but she was teaching or counseling people on different topics around spirituality and emotional health. And she was the first person that taught me about meditating and really taught me about the importance of self-care and self-love and self-awareness. And I got introduced through Abra to Abraham Hicks through her. And that kind of just set me off on this trajectory where I realized that eventually I realized that I was a little bit different compared to the average person. I definitely felt very deeply that took me down this whole road to through learning and knowing about my intuition i did reading i read tarot cards i uh was channeling different messages from the other side from angels from my own guides from sometimes from other people's guides and it's been a pretty intense and crazy journey and if you're listening to us and you probably don't maybe you don't really understand or you don't resonate with what we're saying, that's okay. But this is strictly coming from my experience. Um, and I've learned that it doesn't, not everybody has to understand where I'm coming from. 
in terms of like what it is that I felt, what I've lived through. If you disagree, that's totally fine. But who I am is very, very energetically sensitive. So what I mean by that is that I pick up a lot of people's energy to the point sometimes where it feels really debilitating in my body. I need to have periods of solitude in order to like regroup and recuperate. And uh, yeah, my, my journey has taken me to this point in my life where I really want to help other people who have kind of the same experiences of me, are able to experience the world kind of like on the same uh, wavelength as I do in the sense of that they are also consider themselves energetically sensitive. And the most common term for that is usually empath, but I'm trying to stay away from that word too much because it's become a buzzword and very trendy. And we're all empathic to some degree, as I say. We're just at different levels of it. So that's my story. So Carly, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay, so um, let's see. So my spiritual journey um, is a lot different. Uh, Veronica, Veronica's upbringing, my upbringing couldn't be any more different. Our personalities also couldn't be any more different, but it's fascinating how um, energetically then the things that happen to us are so similar. Um, and the things that we experience because of our heightened sensitivity and our heightened intuition are so similar. Um, but I started um, my path on this um, sort of alternative route of uh, spirituality uh, when I was probably 20, 22 or 23. It was right after um, I separated from my ex-husband. So it'll be three years in September. Um, and I just ended up reconnecting with an old friend from college. And she, uh, we went to Salem State. So we grew up in which city, uh, spent a lot of our prime youth, youth years there. And when I ran into her, you know, a few years later, she was just like a full-blown witch, worked at um, a really cute, um, like, I call it like the urban outfitters of witchcraft, but that's like inaccurate, just in the fact that it's bright and it was like completely different than any other type of um, occult store I've seen before. And basically she gifted me a spell kit and then that became um, a form of, a huge form of self-care for me. And it actually, it felt like I was like coming home in a sense because I always, I, I'd always felt so drawn to magic, um, which is strange because I was brought up in an extremely religious, conservative, um, evangelical household where anything pertaining to magic, Harry Potter, trick-or-treating some years, depending on um, the level of Christian mania my father was experiencing at the time, um, depending on how he was that year, trick-or-treating was either no dice sometimes. So I had nothing ever like feeding me this. Um, and at the beginning of my journey, I was introduced to um, a, an author and a coach named Gala Darling. And she's actually the reason me and Veronica met. We met in February at uh, Gala Darling's Vortex Fest, her first event that she has ever put on um, for members of um, this uh, just community that she created um, and launched in September. And so basically this big gigantic party for all of us. So that's how um, Veronica and I met. And immediately we had a, a very, very, very instant connection of a, in a sense of like a deja vu, like a, how have I, how, do I know you already? And um, we just have kind of built off that. But um, yeah, as a, as a child, I was, um, I've always been extremely extroverted and talkative and outgoing 
um, but also extremely energetically sensitive. And I didn't realize it. Um, when you are energetically sensitive and you are an outgoing person, especially as a kid and especially as a girl, um, you're just labeled dramatic. And that's, um, that was the label that was given to me my whole life basically as a child and especially as a teenager and I mean even still I get it from my parents and people who don't really understand um understand me and what I'm in my journey but uh luckily that's been shedding um that identity has been I've been shedding that definitely from myself but in the way that others perceive me um because I'm just I've been learning how to uh deal with what has been essentially um, a gift that I've had my whole life that I never understood and I was always kind of told to suppress and that has led to a tremendous amount of uh, mental health issues, a million different psychiatrists, a million different diagnoses, um, on and off eating disorders, uh, different, different bouts of um, ways to numb out, uh, you name it. Uh, it's it's really, and it's it's not it's not like I'm magically like all over that. I still deal with this stuff. This is something that I'm still that is still actively um, an ongoing issue in my life that comes and goes, um, and I'm learning more about it as time goes on. But I didn't really identify a lot of um, the destructive patterns as them being a reaction to my gifts up until honestly until extremely recently. Um, so yeah, so I'm just taking it day by day. Um, but that, that's been a huge thing for me, I, I just dealing with my, uh, my own feelings, separating them from what I'm actually feeling. And then what I'm picking up from others. I, I come from two very, very, um, intense parents, um, both, all, both highly sensitive as well. Um, and that's definitely rubbed off on me. Uh, huge um but yeah that's basically my story I um didn't really think I could be of any service because I felt I wasn't you know healed um to the degree that I should be and it wasn't until I um, met Corey Lee who I recently just met um via Instagram that's about a month and a half ago and she said to me you know don't be afraid to heal from the trenches and she uh really saw a light in me um and saw an ability to be able to offer um a lot of guidance and and healing and support to people even though I um didn't feel worthy of that because I still don't because I've been dealing with that kind of perfectionism that I've had since I was a kid and um, kind of understanding that I don't need to be perfect or have all my shit together um, in order to be of service. So that's also my reason for wanting to, um, you know, start a pot, start this podcast and start doing this work. And Veronica has been a huge encourager of that. Um, and just knowing that it's okay to, to be open about whatever it is you're dealing with um, especially as an energetically sensitive person and just as an individual and to be open and honest with our demons and the shit that we go through. And I'm not going to sit here and talk and pretend like I have all my shit together and I'm perfect and I've recovered from this and that hell no, hell fucking no. I'm, I'm still in the trenches and, um, who knows? I don't know how long it, it'll be, but I know that I'm at least I'm honest with it. And that's something I never have done before, but yeah. Um, 
but basically, you know, this all started to shift because of the pandemic um, that's occurred and um, it's brought in a heightened awareness of the collective energy, especially for energetically sensitive people. So this is what we want to talk about and um, a huge thing that we have been uh, focusing on lately is critical thinking and actually using our fucking brains. Um, so we have a couple different topics on that and potentially this might be a bug turning into um, a critical thinking series in this podcast. And um, but yeah, that's that's my background, a little bit of my background. And um, yeah, that's what I got for that. Veronica. All right, cool. So we want to um, we want to pose a question to you, whoever's listening. Um, if you'd like to follow us, please follow us on Instagram at East Coast East Coast Empathy um, and submit questions. Ask us if like if you have any questions about any topics, if you would like support for anything um, regarding uh, maybe feeling unsure about like what to do in this pandemic. Um, any suggestions of like topics, we would really love to hear from you. And maybe share how, if you listen to our first episode, how or in what ways have you been critically thinking about maybe beyond just like the news and media spectrum, but also into like maybe other areas of your life. Um, for example, really quickly, Carly and I have been like kind of thinking differently about how uh, like work and career, like what is it? why are we subscribing to these like traditional uh well more so me why am i subscribing to traditional like nine to five like limiting um you know like work life because <laughs> i really want to like break out of that and create my own thing and have my own business um which i'm currently working towards that now but really questioning like why why i believe like this matrix that we were raised in like really what is the what does it do for you? Is it the security that it offers you? And not maybe so much the security of actually doing it, but because enough people in our circle believe it to the point where it's like, if you don't believe it, you're seen as the crazy person. Um, and also apply that to, if you are listening to this, I would really, um, I would uh, assume and also believe that you are energetically sensitive, like I said, um, and, and, um, if you consider yourself as such and you're afraid to share that with the world um, or share like tell people that you are um, is it the same situation like are you afraid that the people in your circle who may not understand this kind of language um, are you afraid about like how they're going to react or um, how they're going to see you so that's kind of what i have to say what about you carly any last words um yeah i mean i it's very interesting um the energy levels i think i'm experiencing on a on a personal level um during the pandemic how i feel like uh last week last week i was a little bit more up and down this week i've been very like low 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 energy um just requiring like a lot a lot of rest um and you know it's just it's so weird because some days i feel like i have so much to say 
and other days I feel like I, I don't really have much to say. And I um, I know like this week I'm, I'm currently in one of those, where, which is very strange for me. Um, but I, yeah, I don't really, I don't have so much to say because I think I'm in a, I'm in a space right now of a lot of um, questioning, questioning, um, you know, the things I've already been questioning when it comes to the news and using my critical thinking skills and applying them. Um, and also just uh, like, like you were just saying, um, uh, I don't fall into the traditional nine to five job, um, but I, I'm, I'm an esthetician. So I'm, I work in the beauty industry and I'm, I'm, and I, um, I'm successful. I have a, a huge clientele. I, I work for an absolutely, absolutely amazing, amazing woman who has taught me so much, who has been such a great friend to me and a mentor. Um, and it's been, it's been an honor. We're coming up on a year of me and her working together. And that's what I'll be, you know, returning to. Um, and it's not your traditional nine to five, but you know, it's, um, it's just a different type of work. And, but still it's like, you know, we're, we've just kind of been subjected to work really fucking hard. And like, that's just what's been the narrative that's been fed to us. And like, it really is our, our birthright to A, use our fucking brains and think for ourselves, but it is our birthright to feel good and to experience joy. And um, I think a lot of what is occurring um, with the pandemic people are finding a lot more freedom. People are finding out that they really have, don't need to fucking go into an office to do their work. They can easily work at home and they can easily have so much more fucking free time. And um, luckily I, we, we're seeing a lot of this bullshit just break. Um, me, that's different. I, I, I rely on my clients um, to do my work. But I mean, example, I'm about to do a, a Skype call after I, we wrap up this podcast with one of my clients and you know, help her touch up her brows um, because we just got extended um, to be closed for two more weeks longer than planned. And we've already been closed since the beginning of March. So um, there's just, there's just so many different ways. And we're realizing that conventional doesn't necessarily mean the best. And um, we're opening up our eyes to doing things different. And um, I, I don't see any of this coming to an end anytime soon. I, I see roadblocks kind of continuing to happen um, because we need to be breaking all these um, infrastructures and um, this kind of shit that has just been going on since really since the industrial revolution. Um, we're, we're really, we're really deep into the technological revolution now where it's just going to start taking off even more. Hence we're realizing some the majority of people, like my, at least my friends, are all work still have their jobs because they can work from fucking home because their 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 jobs are capable of being done from home. That's not the case for me. Um, that's not the case for people in professions like mine. But you know, it's just showing us a lot of the shit that we're putting ourselves through is unnecessary. Imagine how much of a happier um, collective society we'd have of all the people who are stuck. I live in Boston, so there's the fucking traffic here is terrible and it's just gotten worse um with the gentrification that's happened within the last 15 years um the traffic is insane and all the people that can be saving themselves a fucking two and a half hour fucking up sometimes up to four hour commute who the who got who goddamn even knows you know the fact that that can be eliminated or at least reduced we're, we'll see depression rates we'll see anxiety rates suicide we're gonna see all that 
plummet because people are going to be able to connect back to what fucking matters and we all are realizing what matters is connection as a human species um we're that's how that's how we're meant to survive and to thrive we literally can't survive without connection um and without each other we're not meant to be hermits or you know isolated um and this pandemic is showing that and so um you know, when you see people getting all up in arms about the fact that they fucking can't go outside without a fucking mask or whatever it might be, just remember that, like, you know, they're not, most likely they're not fucking assholes. <laughs> Everyone's just, this has shown us how fucking ridiculous the way we've been living is. And across the board, like, you got every group of people, I don't care what side of the political spectrum you're on, you're also feeling it. And you're also seeing that um, what we've been buying into is just, is, is shit. And it's time to create um, a way of living that is beneficial for everybody, the majority. And that's more of the working class, not just for a select fucking few, you know? Clearly, you know, this push to want everybody to go back to work so fast. Um, and I changed my, and this is the beauty of critical thinking, you're allowed to change. I've been saying like, you know, maybe we need to open the economy back up. People, we, we need to take the repercussions and just take what we get, whatever, whatever. And now I'm realizing, that's a fu that that can be a fucking bullshit argument too because at the end of the day who are we making money for to barely survive nobody's thriving no one is um unless you are like you know a boomer who's invested and has an uh, I don't even I don't even know what the fuck a 401k is I really fucking have no idea I don't know what the fuck that shit is I don't know it I, 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 I don't know what any of that stuff fucking means. Wasn't taught it. And I don't have enough money to even think about investing in that. I don't know what it is. My point is, you know, we got to take everything day by day, look at everything and examine and, and who is this benefiting? Um, even, yeah, we don't know a lot about this virus. I'm still very suspicious about all of it, but I am more suspicious of the intentions of the elite who have been um, controlling the majority of us for God knows how fucking long and it's time to break that shit and um, it's not going to be easy and it's going to take a long time so even though we might not be isolated and in lockdown for much longer um, things are going to continue to happen in order to break um, these old paradigms and these and these old structures that we've been lived in and that we've been fucking sold because it's horseshit. The fact that I can't tell you what a 401k is and I'm 20, almost 26 years old. Are you fucking kidding me? It's, it's, it's bullshit. So, um, the way that we teach our kids, education, everything. Um, wow, it's really crazy how I think I have nothing to say and then something pops into my little brain and boom, here we go. But that's what I have to kind of leave with is, um, I think we're going to be diving into um, examining uh, these structures more, um, especially because we've been talking about critical thinking so much and we've been using that. So we plan on diving into more topics. So let us know what topics you want to talk about. I know we, we've been talking about using critical thinking in our love lives and using critical thinking when it comes to our careers and, and even our spiritual practices and the ones that we buy into. Um, let us know what, what ones you're more interested in and, um, send, send it in and yeah, we'll get, we'll get talking on the things that you guys actually give a shit about because I can talk about basically anything. Um, so yeah, that's what, that's what I got. Um, yeah. So we'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening and, uh, yeah, have a great rest of your week.
Stay healthy and stay safe.